Hello and welcome to the FT Advisor podcast, the weekly podcast series brought to you by ftadvisor.com. Each week we'll be joined by a guest from the industry to discuss the week in news and some of the most pressing industry issues. I'm Ellie Duncan, Features Editor of FT Advisor and Financial Advisor. Joining me today is Justin Scott, Senior Pensions Consultant in Standard Life's Technical Consulting Team. Welcome, Justin. Hi, Ellie. Thanks for having me. Not at all. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, One of your main roles is to help financial planners tailor pension solutions to meet the needs of their clients. So I would imagine at this time of year, you are receiving a number of inquiries from financial planners. What kind of things are they coming to you about at the moment? Advisors are coming to us at tax rate because for a lot of allowances, it's use it or lose it. And clients often leave it too late to approach their advisor and say, well, where do I need to save? How do I need to save? Now, for a lot of allowances, like ISA, because we're in the middle of ISA season, um, it's use it or lose it. But in the pensions world, there's a handy buffer. You can fund in arrears because you have access to carry forward. So in the pensions world, you can actually sweep up unused allowances using this year and the three previous years. So for most clients, pension funding is key because it should be remembered it's tax advantage. You get tax relief from the government. The only thing there, for the high-income clients, those with lots of income, they might face a couple of big challenges. And the first one is the tapered annual allowance, which might result in the the pensions allowance being reduced as low as £10,000. And the second one is the administrative nightmare that is carry forward. You need to be aware of what your pension funding was in the previous three years and then be able to fill in those gaps. And is it fair to say that pension needs are becoming sort of increasingly complex? They are. I suppose when you think back to the simplified regime that was brought in in 2006, the annual allowance used to be as high as £255,000. Now the annual allowance, the standard annual allowance for getting money into pensions is as low as £40,000 for the the man in the street. For high-income individuals, it can be as low as £10,000. So making the most of those allowances is key to delivering that better client outcome. Now, at this point in the year, as we near the tax year end, uh, we hear a lot of people in the industry say, use it, don't lose it. And I think you yourself said that a moment ago. So how can advisors help their clients at this point to maximise their pension allowance? There are a couple of key things that if you want to make a pension contribution, you'll need to be aware of. The first is if you want to make that contribution yourself, personally, from your own earnings, you need to know the level of earnings that you've got for the tax year. And you can fund and get tax relief up to those earnings. If you want to make those contributions from, say, a limited company, then you've got to have the annual allowance available to make that contribution. But there's a chance to extract that wealth from the limited company and then put it into the hands of, of the pension, where it can potentially make a a legacy for the next generation and it's a chance to secure your own retirement needs. I think in the, in the world of pensions it's becoming increasingly complex because the government wants to stop giving away tax relief to high income individuals. That's why they've introduced the concept of the tapered annual allowance. That's where if you've got high income, income above £150,000, your annual allowance can be tapered down as low as £10,000 a year. So that's where carry forward that we touched on makes a big difference. You need to know what your allowances are for this year and the three previous years and then carry forward to secure that good client outcome. And so what are the allowances on offer, just just to be clear on that? Sure. 
In the pensions world, there are three main allowances for getting money into pensions. You've got the standard annual allowance of £40,000 we touched upon. That tapered annual allowance that could be as low as £10,000. And for those that are actually at retirement, they may trigger the money purchase annual allowance. And that would reduce the allowance to just £4,000 a year with no carry forward. So when that bites, it bites quite hard. But I suppose that's in the pensions world. There are other allowances out there that you can use to supplement your retirement income because it's, it's not all about your pension anymore. If you consider maybe your, your offshore bonds, remember you've got the 0% savings band of £5,000 that you can use and maybe the personal savings allowance of £1,000 you can use. And that's just for offshore bonds. If you've invested in funds, remember there's a CGT allowance of £11,700. And let's not forget about the £2,000 dividend allowance that's on offer as well. But they're just mainstream tax allowances. That's £31,550 worth of allowances before you consider any capital or before you would consider any ISA money you would withdraw to supplement that retirement income. So how can advisors help their clients to use these allowances to generate better client outcomes, basically? This is a really interesting one. Since the world of freedom and choice was introduced in 2015, the pensions world has been turned on its head. You might have access to all those wrappers, bonds, funds, pensions, ISAs, and you can live tax-free using the allowances that we've just discussed about. But the, the wrapper that you want to leave money in, or certainly be the last one that will be emptied, is your pension. Because you get the tax relief on the way in, it's now inheritable in the hands of the next generation, and it's IHT-friendly. So for those nearing the decumulation phase, for those that are nearing the, the retirement, potentially taking some savings tax-free using the CGT allowance and recycling that into a, a wrapper that could potentially generate tax relief can have a twofold benefit. By harvesting that profit tax-free now, there's less tax to pay because you're spreading that over a couple of years' allowances. And then when you use that to reinvest in a pension, you can get tax relief. That boosts the money. That's the incentive to save from the government. It can grow in the pension free from tax, you get the gross roll-up within your pension, and remember now that your pension is IHT friendly, and it can cascade to your loved ones and make a difference in their hands. So, I think what I'm trying to say, Ellie, is that even if you don't need an income, if you've got access to an allowance, extract it using that tax-free allowance and generate a better outcome by recycling it into another wrapper. Now, that could be your pension, but similarly, it could just be your ISA. You've got a £20,000 ISA allowance. That isn't a use-it-or-lose-it basis. We're in the middle of ISA season. So you could extract wealth and then shelter it in a, in a wrapper such as an ISA or a pension to deliver that better client outcome. OK, that all seems to make perfect sense. And um, what is the pension tax equation? This is something that uh, you've mentioned to me that sounds yeah. like it might be quite a, a useful sort of equation to remember. Pensions can often seem quite daunting and they've taken a bit of a beating in the press over recent years. But we should take a minute to remind ourselves of the type of gains that can be made just by simply investing in a pension, being in the right wrapper at the right time. Take, for example, a typical client, a higher rate taxpayer in accumulation. They would benefit from 40% tax relief on the way in when they save into pensions because tax relief works from the top down in that instance. When they come to take money out of the pension, 
you've got lots of allowances on offer. You've got the 25% tax-free cash. You've got the personal allowance of £11,850. And then all the tax bans. Tax works from the bottom up in the spending phase, in the decumulation phase. So, for instance, if, if you had somebody who then wanted £50,000 in their hand a year in decumulation after tax, their effective rate of tax is only 30%. That takes into account the lump sum, the personal allowance. But that 30% is way less than the relief they got on the way in. Their gain on their own money, before you consider any investment solution or any benefits to saving via salary exchange, can be quantified at 16%. That's a boost to the money that they put into pensions. Now, you might be saying, hang on a minute, You've gamed that situation there, but we know that only one in seven people that are higher-rate taxpayers in accumulation continue to be higher-rate taxpayers in decumulation. So actually, the benefit in having a financial advisor is they'll make use of all those allowances, but they might not realise the gain to be made from the pension. Now, not everyone would need income of £50,000 in their hand in decumulation, because their spending needs in retirement are much lower. If they take a much lower income, the gains can be increased because they pay less tax in decumulation. Somebody that keeps their income needs within the basic rate band in decumulation would see a tax gain of 41% on their own money before you consider the investment solution matched to the client, before you consider the other means of saving via salary exchange. So actually, pensions are the wrapper you do want to fund because the gains that you can make are significant. You mentioned ISAs um, a little bit earlier. Now, we've seen the ISA market kind of become a a little bit more complex over recent Mm -hmm. years. So we've gone from just having cash ISAs and stocks and shares ISAs to having the lifetime ISA, help to buy, innovative finance ISA. But they're still a a really useful tax-efficient wrapper, aren't they? Do you think sometimes they're sort of overlooked They are often overlooked, but their simplicity is the key to the the types of outcomes that they can deliver. There there are lots of ISAs out there, as you've mentioned, to suit most tastes. The ones that that crop up most often in in my role is the lifetime ISA. Certainly if you've got somebody who's caught by the tapered annual allowance, who's struggling to save as much as they can into pensions, remember the lifetime ISA. If you're under 40, you can take out and save £4,000 to that ISA continue to save into that ISA up to age 50, receiving the boost from the government, which would be 25%, and that supplements your retirement income from 60, or you can use it to buy your first home, because life is hard enough. But the good news is, ISAs, tax-free investment, tax-free access when you need it, and for those that want to buy a home or supplement the retirement income from 60, the lifetime ISA is key, but only if you meet the criteria if you're under 40 when you take it out. Now, I know we're talking about all this as we're nearing the tax year end, but presumably advisors will um, be in kind of constant contact with their clients over over the, the year um, about how best to use their kind of allowances and, and tax-efficient wrappers, won't they? So this isn't something that's necessarily going to come as a surprise to clients because advisors will have kind of talked to them through all this before, I guess. Indeed, I suppose advice has changed. It doesn't stop once the initial wrapper has been chosen. It's a constant process. And advisors are now uh, dealing with this on a regular basis and they're educating their clients to say, well, hang on a minute. It's about being in the right wrapper 
at the right time. So yes, you might have access to pension, either funds and bonds, but by extracting savings tax-free and recycling them into the right wrapper at the right time, it can lead to a better client outcome. But only if you match that to the client's investment horizon, their timeline to their retirement, and make sure you're in that right wrapper at the right time. Because you can live tax-free because of all those allowances that are on offer, but it means a constant process. It's a shift from a transactional process into a lifetime process. What should advisors kind of be prioritising at this stage with any clients who have come to them with sort of fairly last-minute tax questions? Sure. I suppose the most obvious one is the, the order of saving. If you need to save and can save and have access to those allowances, choose the ones that give you tax relief, that are tax advantage, such as pensions. Then after that, you want to be looking at your, your ISAs, which, well, you don't get a boost from the government, shelters the growth from tax. And then once you've used the tax advantage and tax privilege wrappers, then you want to look at your, your funds and bonds. And remember, when you come to decumulation, the order of saving is reversed and your pension is the last wrapper you want any money in. The, the, the key thing that I would also add is to see where you're funding that pension. In the modern world, in the, the, the freedom and choice world, make sure that pension is fit for purpose. Not all pensions allow the flexibility a client may desire for them or for their loved ones. Make sure it's the right pension with the right nomination at the right time. Because if health starts to fail, then actually you might be in the wrong pension. That might lead to an unintended tax consequence. So fund the right pension and take action before health starts to fail. Okay, that seems like very sensible advice indeed. I'm also going to ask you one other question. Uh, And it's about um, legacy, which is something you've mentioned a couple of times. That Mm -hmm. seems to be um, an an increasing priority for clients. Is that that right? Leaving a legacy behind? It's a huge concern, and especially now that the rules have changed in the world of freedom and choice. But it's a balancing act that will need their advisor to, to, to help them with because people are living a lot, lot longer. And just because you can access all your pension wealth if you want, it doesn't mean that you should. And you need to consider an income not just for your lifetime, but for a spouse's lifetime as well and what's required. So, yes, you can choose to take as much income as you want and you can leave a legacy for the next generation but you've got to get that balance right between the income you take the legacy you leave and where you invest but for a lot of people having that iht friendly legacy is key that that's great thank you so much justin for joining us on this week's podcast you're welcome thank you for having me not at all and uh, to everyone else listening do join us at the same time next week for another ft advisor podcast 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.